0: Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now, with your host Peter Miller.
1: Welcome, and today we're going to New York to talk to Ron Fitzsimmons, who's Virginia. Sorry, I'm in Virginia. Oh, Virginia, (laughs) and you're the executive director of Alice's Kids. Yes. And uh, we're going to get into that in a few minutes, but first of all, Ron, tell me about where you went to school.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, Well, um, I went to West Isop High School, which is on Long Island. Then I went to uh, a school called uh, Dowling College, which is on the island on a uh, baseball scholarship. Um but I got heavily involved in the anti-Vietnam War movement. And so I wasted a lot of time in college. And so it, you, it ultimately took me seven years to graduate from the State University of New York at Stony Brook. Uh, so I took uh, quite a while to get through college.
1: Okay, let's talk about your work experience.
0: Um, My first main job was uh, with the Internal Revenue Service, um, uh, which was based on Long Island. Um, But um, ultimately I moved down here to Virginia to go to law school. And uh, while down here, I got uh, recruited for a position on Capitol Hill with a Congressman. And I always wanted to be in politics. And so I, I kept that job and left law school. And from there, I spent the next 20, 30 years almost uh, working for members of Congress, uh, lobbying, uh, things like that, the usual route, until I finished up in about
1: 2005. You sure wouldn't want to be doing that today. No, not at all. So having said that, you then got involved in setting up alice's kids and what was the basis was there an aha moment or something of a personal nature
0: yeah both um uh i had just uh i was going to run for political office but the 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 stars will not align so i was here with my sister uh one uh, day and uh, talking about what i wanted to do and we started talking about our childhood which was rather rough. We were on the welfare system for many years. And uh, so we experienced a lot of bullying, a lot of shame, a lot of embarrassment uh, as we were the welfare kids in our town. Um, And I just started thinking, boy, it'd be cool to set up some kind of charity to help kids. And the next day I was substitute teaching at a high school and there was a girl in the corner and she was crying. And I asked one of her friends, I said, why is Latrice crying? She said, she can't afford the prom ticket. so she, she can't go with us. And I went, interesting. So I paid for the prom ticket. But then I went around and talked to some teachers, and I said, do you get into situations where you see a kid who needs something that costs maybe $50, $100, and they can't afford it? And they all said, all the time. And they shell out the money. So I started going, hmm started talking to my sister more uh, a little bit more and we started going around the schools and we asked them do you need some kind of help with these kind of kids who can't afford the field trip or their registration fees or whatever it may be and they all said of course then I went to all the charities and I said do you do this and they said no one of them said we don't have a petty cash drawer I just can't take out fifty dollars and and give it you know to a parent to help a kid, so that's how this whole thing evolved, and it, it started up in two thousand eleven.
1: So was Alice your sister? Alice was my mother. Oh, your mother, excellent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. where do you get the funding for this? Individuals,
0: about eighty. I want to say eighty five percent come from individuals um we do get some grants every once in a while or you know from a church or something like that a fundraiser uh but for the most part we have a very large base of individual donors um and uh, it keeps growing and growing every year we were lucky though in the first i think after the first year we got the attention of a woman named Teresa Vargas who's a columnist for the Washington Post. And she wrote a story about us. And we went up the charts. I mean, that's a national story. All of a sudden, people you know, heard about us, celebrities heard about us, and it just grew from there and hasn't stopped.
1: Wow. And it's not you and your sister running this.
0: I, I, I'm the only full-time employee uh, I'm the executive director uh my sister's the president of the board so she does the board management stuff responsibilities that I don't like uh I just run the operation here every day on this computer and I handle all the requests so I approve them deny them send them out boom 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 so I'm I'm the the cog here that's handling, thousands and thousands of requests each year.
1: Hold on now, you are the, do you have any part-time employees or volunteers? I I have one, two,
0: I have three part-time employees. I have a a grant writer who we just hired on a part-time basis. I have an administrative assistant who is practically full-time. And then we have an accounting a person to take care of
1: all the uh, the books. What about volunteers?
0: We we have uh, you know we're not a really we're not your typical charity in that all the work like I said is done right here in my computer when I sit here in my office for the most part. So we don't have food drives. We don't have things where we're picking up things and delivering them. It's all on the internet. And uh, but I do have several volunteers who help with research who helps send out the gift cards to the teachers when they request gift cards for a kid, uh, things like that. So we have, I want to say about uh, maybe 25 volunteers.
1: Okay, well, thank goodness. Yeah. So so what about your board of directors? What about them? How many?
0: Uh, Nine, we have nine now. Nine, board, uh, nine members of the board, and we um, uh, meet physically once a year. Of course, COVID screwed things up for a while, but we meet once a year, but we communicate easily two, three times a week. So I may just email them and suggest, hey, it would be great if you sent Patton Oswald a thank you note. Or uh, during our uh, fundraising season, which is in November, um, you know, Hey, are you, are you telling your friends or you're doing things like that? So I'm always kind of nudging them along, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's, a it, it's, a it's an active board of directors, you know, like many board of directors.
1: So it sounds to me that they're more like an operating board versus a governance board.
0: No, I wouldn't say that because we, we do often have a reason to adopt policies, you know, uh, sex discrimination policies, whatever it may be. Uh, and so they have to do that. Um, uh, uh, we might think about, for example, we're thinking about right now we help kids in K through 12. We're thinking about preschoolers. And so they'll decide do we want to go in that direction? Uh so but I will often go to them for opinions. Hey, I got a request today. And it's a little out of the ordinary. What do you think? So I'm always bouncing ideas off of them and getting feedback. Ultimately, I decide. Um, but um, so it, it, it's a working board. It's a, it's a policy board when necessary. I mean, there are lots of different kinds of policies, investment policies, uh, you know, uh, any kind of discrimination issues. You know, you have to adopt policies for that. And so, so they have to do that. to have votes and motions and things like that.
1: So, Ron, what is your uh, – how far do you cover? Is it just Virginia or is it – National.
0: We're National. all across the United States. Yeah. We, uh, we originally were thinking of just this area here. I'm in the uh, Alexandria area. And the original thought was to help a bunch of schools right here but the word got out with social media and stuff. And one day I remember getting a request from Nebraska and I called my sister. I said, we have a request from Nebraska. What do I do? And she said, I don't care what the zip code is. If we have the money, let's help the kid. So I did that. Then Teresa Vargas's article, you know, exploded. And then I started getting emails from teachers and social workers, not to mention money from donors, but people saying, do you help kids here in Iowa? Do you help kids here in Oregon? So I just kept saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Send requests. So now we're, we're truly a national charity. We don't have any affiliates. I don't have people out there. It's right here. And all those requests from all across the country, including our first yesterday from Alaska, all those requests come right to my computer and I dispose of them.
1: Why don't you have a 10 year old who could help you do it? (laughs) A 10
0: year old wouldn't help, uh, Peter. Uh, First of all, it's just an, an easy matter of an email and I hit approved or need more information or something but I have to read the requests. I have to keep my fingers in this. It, it, it keeps me motivated, uh, you know, uh, and inspired and, uh, and all. And uh, so I look at every request right now, I get about 50 a day, something like that. Um, but uh, so a 10 year old would be
1: of no use whatsoever to me. It's, it's you know, it's really, it's really me. But Ron, if you're ill or you want to go on vacation, <laughs> who's your backup?
0: Uh, we, um, well, first of all, yeah, you, 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 you know, you can tell them I'm on, on no spring chicken here. In fact, six years ago, I had open heart surgery. Wow. Very unexpected. And, uh, but, you know, a few things, Peter, first of all, When when I was recovering from my open-heart surgery, I had my cell phone. And I see the request, and I was, from my bed, approved, 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 approved. I was just sitting there. Um, And, uh, however, I did, after that, you know, it was a little scary, but knock on wood, I'm in really good health. Uh, But, yeah, I'm 73. And so the board is now working on a succession plan, which I encouraged. Um, and uh, first of all, vacation, when I'm on vacation, I'm still doing requests. I you know, I don't I don't stop. When I was in Aruba last year, I was doing requests. But anyway, we call it what if Ron gets hit by a bus scenario? And uh, so we have things lined up. It won't be perfect. But we have lined up someone who would take over in the interim. We have a job description for the executive director all set up. We even have a letter that will that I drafted that will go to every individual donor that I have to tweak. But in essence, it says, Ron is gone, but Alice's kids lives on. We hope you'll continue supporting the effort, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, we want this to to live on. My sister is only three years younger than me, so we do have to think about that. Um, And uh, like I said, some things will have to change. My relationships with certain people, with certain celebrities, it's hard to pick up on that. But, you know, they'll figure it out, and they'll still be helping kids.
1: So you just mentioned the issue of celebrities. So do you have a group that are supporting you? Yeah, the uh actually
0: the, the 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 main one is a guy named Patton Oswalt. Patton is a, a comedian, a TV actor, movie uh, actor, and Patton's been following us and supporting us for a good 6 years I want to say. And he uh in fact last night he was on a show called Celebrity Jeopardy and he won $250,000 for us. Which is pretty cool. And, um, but, um, but Patton's a big, big supporter. And you probably can't see it, but that's me with Steve Carell and his wife. Steve Carell's on the right of it. Steve and Nancy are big supporters. We have others. We have a number of Broadway people that are supporters. The word just seeps out there. And people see, particularly on Twitter, they see our tweets, which talks about the kids that we help. It tells the story and it attracts people's attention. So we're getting a lot of support from, you know, people you would, you would not know. And most, but you know, directors, cinematographers, singers, comedians uh, that have helped us as well. So it's, it's very exciting and very rewarding, but Patton is our number one guy.
1: So why not have a virtual assistant to help you run this? Because that's what I have with that helps us.
0: I, I don't know what that means. Are you talking about uh, some robot type thing? or No, no,
1: no. A, a person, it could be a student. It could be a retired person. It could be a woman on not leave who would work part time, say, six, eight hours a week and take some of the workload off you and allow you to uh, focus on say some of the major things that you have to do
0: well to me the major thing is looking at the requests and determining how much money to give sometimes someone will ask for a hundred dollars and we'll wind up giving them two hundred dollars i i couldn't teach that to an assistant and I, i do have an assistant who does all the processing and administrative work um i have a board member who looks at the requests, I'm grooming him, I'm trying to get him into my head as to what I look for, why I did this, why I need more information. This is a very, very personal endeavor. And um, uh, so, like I said, it's hard to convey how I do things sometimes normally it's, it's, it's easy, you know, approved, you know, a kid needs you know, money for a graduation outfit approved. Um, but there are other nuances, uh, things that are hard to describe uh, that I couldn't pass on to someone for just six hours a week. And I'd spend my half my time trying to teach them how to do what I'm doing. But that's why when I'm doing my emails now, I'm copying this board member and I'm saying, I'm only giving them this much because they asked for money before or something like that. There's always a nuance here. Well, I'm giving them more money. This story is so touching. Let's give them, let's double the grant
1: from the request that they sent in. You know, so that's hard to do with someone part-time. So Ron, with this 250,000, how is that gonna make a difference?
0: What that means is, uh, we last, uh, December, our board adopted a budget for this year of 2023 and the budget called for us spending a million dollars. Um, uh, we had no idea this 250 was coming. So all of a sudden it's like, Whoa. So what I do with something like that, when we have some kind of a jolt to our budget, um, we have an outreach committee. I think it's 21 people. And their job is to spread the word across the country. They have regions and this and this and this, and they contact teachers and social workers and counselors. And so, you know, what we're going to do now when the check comes is we're going to kind of activate them and say, hey, let's pick it up. Let's pick it up, you know more and more people are requesting as the as the word keeps getting out and out now and out. but more and more people and with the Patton Oswald thing not only did you know the people many of the people who were watching that show are social workers and teachers so now they know about us and I'm, I'm getting barraged with emails today how do i do this how do i request something for a kid who can't who doesn't have any shoes so um we'll spend it that's not a problem <laughs> I, I could spend I could spend $10 million tomorrow, and that's why you know I'm waiting for Mark Zuckerberg or Jeff Bezos or you know whoever Warren Buffett to hear about us. Because I know they would write that check.
1: Okay. But we can spend it. Unfortunately, there's so much need. Okay. So let's get into some of those needs. Can you tell me a couple of examples? Not the one-offs. The bigger ones that have made a difference. Wow.
0: Um, I'm reminded of a kid in Texas, a homeless kid, senior in high school. And he was a statewide trumpet player, award-winning trumpet player in Texas, which is amazing. And he was playing on a used trumpet from his high school, from, from the band room. And a teacher sent a request, and they said, he got into college, he got into a music school. Would Alice's kids, you know, give us $100 for a new trumpet? In that case, this is a little unusual. In that case, I said $100. We gave him $1,000 for a really good trumpet. Um, We also, I went a step further this, this kid, the, the case was so touching. I went a step further, and we got a video from Wynton Marcellus, the trumpet player, to the kid saying, hey, kid, Joseph, I think his name was. I hear, you know, times have been tough, but you're going to college now, and you're going to do well, and he gave him a cell phone number. It was amazing. Um, that kid just emailed me a year later, just emailed me. And said, he's doing well in music school. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But you know, the, the impact we have, it doesn't make national headlines. Think about the kid who has been told that this happens all across the country. They've been told that if you don't pay your senior dues, most high schools charge kids, senior dues, about $150 to pay for certain things. Many, many schools in the United States say, if you don't pay your senior dues, you cannot cross the stage to get your diploma. We'll give it to you on the side. It's like they're you know punishing that kid who is in a very difficult economic situation. We pay for senior dues, the kids are crossing the stage. There are so many schools that require uniforms, school uniforms, many people can't afford them we pay for them but a lot of those kids are not going to school they're literally not going to school at a certain point they don't want to be embarrassed we pay for uniforms and the kids in school we pay for glasses I mean how important are glasses I remember when I was a kid I was going like that you know I couldn't read a thing on the blackboard so it's these little things, you know, allowing a kid to join the soccer team, to to start playing the violin, you know, the little, little things that, you know, because they're poor, they're being shamed, you know, it's the kid who's wearing the same shirt every day, that was me, and being made fun of. Uh, there was one year, sixth grade, I think it was, I missed 67 days of school, because wow. I didn't want to go. I did not want, and of course, my grades were D's and F's. I didn't want to go to school because I was embarrassed. So when we can get a kid and we send a kid a gift card to Target or Macy's for $150, they go out and they buy new clothes. And that's kind of the beauty of what we do. We don't hand them the clothes. We don't go to their house and say, here's a donation. And let's take a picture of you, kid. We send a gift card to the teacher, to Macy's. The teacher turns around and gives the gift card to the parent. Parent turns around to the kid and says, let's go to Macy's. The kid doesn't know they're getting charity. So there's no shaming. And the kid looks at mom and goes, oh, my gosh, mom. And mom has a chance to shine. And they go shopping. Many kids just have never gone shopping for clothes. And they pick their own clothes at. So this list lifts their self-esteem. We get so many letters and from parents saying, oh my God, we spent four hours at Target, you know, picking out this and picking out this. And t- teachers saying, oh, they came into school the next day with new clothes and they were saying, Hey, Mrs. Jones, look at my sweater. You, you know, you're even smiling. I mean, you know, this is good stuff, you know, uh, that that we're doing. We're having an impact. Maybe small, but we're, we're lifting them, at least for a moment.
1: Well, Ron, you're a social enterprise. You may not know exactly what that means, but... Not really. It, do, it does in my world. It's uh, an mm-hmm. organization that gives back to community. And uh, in our case, we're a social enterprise because part of what we do is helping people with disability yeah, I saw that, and that's that's kind of a key focus of what we're doing. So many
0: people need help. You know, I'm so glad there's so many other charities. Oh my God, it's overwhelming. Thank Good. God
1: for charity workers. Okay, well, look, thank you for your time. Tell us thank how people. Here. Tell us how people can reach your site.
0: Uh, it's Alice's Kids Okay. And all the information is there. If they have questions, there's an email address right there, and I see the emails, and I'll answer them. Well, thank you for your time. All right, Peter, I appreciate this.